Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another Layer by Layer. In today's tutorial, we're gonna take a look at how to make some neon signs with NeoPixel LED strips. Uh, so let's check out uh, this week's uh, project. So if you head on over to the Learn uh, system from Adafruit, you'll see our latest guide here is uh, how to make these neon signs uh, using these uh, flexible neon-like uh, NeoPixel strips. Uh, they're really nice to work with. Um, they have a very beautiful look and we created a couple of different signs for uh, for the Halloween season. We made a ghost with some glasses, um, a wolf with uh, with a moon in the background, and a little green reaper holding a scythe. Uh, so I just wanted to show you folks how uh, I went about making and designing these in Fusion 360. There's some uh, design considerations that I think folks might uh, benefit from, so let's just kind of take a look. Uh, first of all, I want to show you folks um, some of the things to consider when uh, making your signs. Um, so the point of this one uh, was to kind of make two separate LED strips that have individual animations. And uh, one of the things I found is it's very difficult uh, to get the, uh, the NeoPixel strip to fit into very tight corners. Um, so having really big corners and having really curvy shapes uh, works kind of the best. So that's one thing here. Another thing here is uh, to have an integrated hook or a loop rather for a hook so you can hang it. Um, so that's one of the things too. And also kind of combining, uh, adding these little kind of support structures um, to the individual elements here. Um, so that's the ghost one. Let's take a look at the wolf one. For the wolf one, I added an extra support here around the nose area and connecting the, uh, the, the wolf to, you know, the, the moon. <laughs> and then on the bottom here, you can see I just have a straight line with some fillets here that connect uh, these two elements there. So kind of two different things. Um, if this piece here wasn't there, you'd have a very kind of unsupported thing and it can flop around when you're moving it. Um, the Grim Reaper, um, I actually, if I were to print this again, I would add a support beam to this corner because uh, this becomes a little bit floppy because there's only one piece here that connects kind of the skull to the rest of the sign. Uh, and this one's a little bit different. I had to add an extra kind of element here um, to create a good spot for uh, the hook. And then the last one here I have, I didn't actually print this one yet, but just kind of to take a look at it, it's a pair of lips with these kind of vampire teeth. Um, if I were to print this out, I would connect these two areas here. And oh, it looks like Fusion doesn't let me select faces right now. There you go. If that ever happens, just switch between tabs and then uh, you can start selecting things again. Uh, it's one of those, ink, it's one of those, uh, bugs infusion that's remained for several <laughs> versions. Uh, but if you're aware of it, now you know how to fix it. Um, let's see, another thing I like to do is to add fillets uh, to these uh, otherwise sharp edges here. Um, those aren't built into the, uh, into the sketch. They're just kind of filleted after the extrusions are done. And uh, that's just kind of a quick look at those three shapes. So now I'm gonna make one kind of from scratch. So I'll start with a new design. And what I'm gonna do is I like to create a sketch, a reference sketch. I'm gonna start off on uh, you know, the floor plane because I'm gonna be looking down on it. And what I'll do is I'll make a giant rectangle just using the two point rectangle. I'm gonna make this, um, you know, I'm thinking about my printer. It's 300 by 300 millimeters on the X and the Y. I'm gonna reduce that down to 280 because I want some extra room to work with just in case something goes wrong. Um, so I, I tend to do that a lot. Uh, so 280 by 280, hit OK. And I kind of want to work with this 
uh, in the center of our origin here. And the best way for me to do that is to create two construction lines with some midpoint constraints. So I'll roll over this edge here, wait for that uh, midpoint uh, icon to show up, click there, and then uh, I'll just kind of create another line, making sure it's uh, got a perpendicular constraint. And I'll just hit escape to end that there. And then I'll bring up my sketch model toolbox, and then I'll create a midpoint constraint from this point to this line over here. And then I'll, I'll use the coincident, uh, and then I'll make this point go in the center of our origin. And that's kind of it. I'll hit escape and then select these two lines, make them construction lines with the hotkey X on my keyboard. And then that's our reference point. I'll hit finish sketch because we're done with that. So now we have a nice uh, reference uh, sketch that will allow us to kind of stay within the bounds of our 3D printer bed. Um, next up, I'm going to import an image using the canvas. So under insert, there's a little canvas thing, or you can use your sketch model toolbox and just say canvas. I like doing that, so I'll click on that. There's a little option here, insert from my computer. I'll click on that. Navigate to the thing you want. I got this, uh, I found this image on iconfinder.com. And I'm going to use that as a reference, and I'm going to kind of draw this out um, and uh, make that sign. So let's bring that in, hit open. It's going to ask you where do you want this to be. Uh, I'll select uh, the sketch, why not? It kind of auto um, filled it in, which is kind of nice. But you have these tools here, these little handles to kind of um, scale it up or down if you'd like, rotate it as well. Um, I think that's pretty good. Maybe just make it a tiny bit bigger. That's too big. <laughs> Uh, I think the more you zoom in, the more kind of uh, sensitive you can get it to be. Um, that's a little bit too small. You could always change it after as well, so I'll hit OK. All right, so that's my reference image. So my idea here is to kind of make two two separate um, elements for the uh, for the neon sign, and I'll join them together um, with uh, with some extrudes and some some sketches. Uh, but the, the main technique that I use is I use um, a single line. I'll draw out the single line as if it were the LED strip itself. And then I extrude it out using the thin extrude. So let's kind of make a new sketch on the floor plane. And I'll start off with like kind of this area here and then work my way out. So with them, I'm going to use the spline tool. Um, and it's got very, very curvy you know, uh, elements to it. Um, so I'll start off here with uh, some points here, and I'm just kind of going to click around into these points where I think it makes sense to add, and maybe here, here, and then I'll end it off here, and then I'll hit the, uh, the checkbox or the check icon uh, to finish it. And then you'll notice that the, uh, the green handles are uh, present, and we can move those, manipulate those. Um, and uh, there, sometimes you know less is more, and I just want to show folks like if you start kind of moving these around, I like to make these a little bit smaller because they tend to kind of be really really big. And one of the things uh, about this the spline tool and the splines themselves is they can be rather difficult to work with. Um, I've done a few tutorials before. And uh, it, it's always a bit of a challenge to manipulate these and get the right shape that you want. Because as you move these around, it's affecting all of the other handles and, and uh, points. Uh, so keep that in mind as you're kind of making these. Uh, so all I'm doing is just making these, uh, these, these very large uh, handles just a little bit smaller because I feel like um, they're just too big. And 
one thing you'll notice that as I make them smaller, you're getting a lot of detail and the shape is becoming a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit jarring. It doesn't kind of quite look curvy like I want. So now that I have this kind of shape, I'm going to start deleting some of these uh, points because I think it's just too many. So for example, the tummy here, I don't think I need two points. So I'm just going to delete that once it's selected and then just move the next one over and then just kind of bring that out. I'll do that with this foot as well. Let me delete this piece of it and then kind of smooth this out, bring this down and then kind of flare this out. Maybe manipulate this one as well. Let's do that here too. And this is all, you know, how you want your shape to be. This is just kind of how I want it. Um, but in, in my experience, uh, I think less is more when it comes to the spline tool. And then uh, I'll do one here as well. Let's delete this one, bring this one out and make that a little bit bigger. This could be about the same. Let's bring this out. I think this should be very large like that. All right, and uh, that's very much more curvy. Let's bring this out a little bit more. There you go, we can move it around. Cool, I think I'm happy with that. <laughs> you can spend a lot of time on this and uh, I'm not gonna rush through it, but just kind of quickly kind of get it. All right, so I got that element. I like to separate my elements in different sketches because I think it can get a little bit unjarring. So I'll leave that sketch there and let's turn off both of the, or rather just turn off the, the sketch number two because that was our, our kind of tail and our legs and then I'll make this shape here. So um, I'll make a new sketch in the same plane and then I'll start off. I wanna start off like kind of here, 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 here and then kind of create this unified thing here where all this is together. So uh, I'll use um, the regular line tool. I think the regular line tool works out well because just for the shape, you can see they're pretty straight edges. Uh, so I'll start off something like right here, um, right here. And then instead of like kind of creating the curve, I'll just kind of make a, a straight edge there and then just kind of finish this out like that, like that, like that. And then I'll stop right here and hit escape because I want to do a little trick here. You can create, uh, well, using the line tool, you can create an arc uh, by clicking and holding. So I'll click. And with the mouse button, I'll click and hold. Don't release the mouse button. And as you move, you'll start seeing that I'm making a, an arc now. And then uh, I'll, I'll leave that arc and drop it here on that next uh, point. And then you can see that I automatically get a tangent constraint. So that means these edges will, these two rather, will always be tangent. But I want these two to be tangent as well. So with those selected, I'll just type in tangent in my sketch shortcuts. And there's your tangent. Um, it doesn't do what I wanted it to in this case. So let me undo that and uh, delete this, maybe bring this over and then I'll start trying to do that curve again like that. There you go. And now I think what I can do is I can say this and this are tangent and that looks a lot better in my opinion. There you go. Cool. So now you have that. I'll probably bring this out a little bit, bring this up a little bit. I'm gonna do the same thing here. Let's just delete that line because it's just kind of weird with it. Um, and then I'll, again, click and hold to create that arc and then I'll drop it right there and then uh, select these two lines and then add a tangent to smooth it out. And there you go, looks a little bit better. And maybe bring these out a little bit. Again, you can spend as much time as you want um, massaging these lines to make them uh, how you want. 
Next up, I'm going to use the line tool again, and using that same trick, I'm going to do a giant arc here, so like this, and I'll stop it right about there, and then hit escape. Cool. Next, I'll bring out the uh, you know the the spline tool again, and then I'll connect from here, and I'll just make a two point right there, and then I'll just stop it like that. Now I kind of want this these two to be tangent, so select these two lines, tangent. And there you go, and then. Um, Maybe I'll manipulate this here a little bit. This uh, this curve here, just a little bit. And I'm kind of happy with that. Maybe I can move, uh, smooth that out a little bit. Yeah, I think that's okay. Maybe bring this down a bit. There you go. And I think, uh, let me see if I can, I think that's okay. All right, I'll hit finish sketch and then I'll bring out those two there. And again, you can spend as much time massaging them, um, but I think less is more with these spline tools. Uh, I'm gonna avoid doing the, um, the the two eyes. I just want the out, you know, the silhouette of the uh, of the body and the head. Um, so at this point, we're gonna use the thin extrude. I'm gonna hide our canvas just so I can see just what I want. I'll also hide the reference thing. So I got these two lines, and at this point, you can uh, double click or just click on one if you have a cons you know a, a consistent line here. If you look at the bottom, it says the length, the total length is 629 and, uh, millimeters, and the LED strip is um, one mil, um, 100 millimeters, basically, uh, 1M to MM. <laughs> it's 1,000 millimeters, um, so that's about half, a little bit under half, a little bit more than half of the strip. And then uh, this one I double-click because I have some lines here. Uh, and that one's 500. So you're going to need maybe two strips. So it's it's important to know the length of your of your shapes so that you know how much strips you're going to need. Um, so that's a little useful tip there. Let me bring out the extrude. I use the hotkey E on my keyboard, and I'm going to switch the type from extrude to thin extrude. And I'll select uh, one of these one of these lines. Select this one. And what else you hear for the distance is make it 12 millimeters. That's how tall I want it to be. And then for the wall thickness, I found the thickness from for my uh, use works out really well with 9.6. And then I'll change the wall location to the center, so it's in the center of that line. So you can see here like that. And then I'll hit OK. Next up, I'll do the same thing: extrude, uh, click thin extrude, and then um, select that line. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to use from start. I'm going to do an offset. And this is going to be 1.2 millimeters. You can make it thicker if you'd like. Um, and then for the distance, I'll also put 12. You can see it's already starting to cut through. Um, so this is the channel. We're creating the channel for our LED strip uh, to press fit into. Uh, so the wall thickness for that is going to be 6.4. And then the wall location, again, we'll use center. And that way, we're left with uh, just, a, just enough thickness walls uh, here uh, for uh, for just perimeters when we're 3D printing it. So hit OK, and you'll see here that um, the thickness of our wall is 1.6 millimeters. Um, so 1.6 divided by 0 0.4 millimeters, that's four perimeters thick. And that's really good. That means it's just pure perimeters when you're printing it, so no infill needed. It's just going to be really nice and just perimeters. So it'll be nice and uh, rigid. Uh, so we got that element done. And let's go ahead and do that same process uh, for uh, our cat head. So again, uh, E for extrude, change it to thin extrude, select our line. The, uh, the distance or the height is uh, 12 
and then um, our wall thickness is uh, 9.6 and then our, our wall location is center and hit OK. All right, we'll do it again. Thin extrude, select our line, offset on that start, make it 1.2. The distance is 12. Our wall thickness is uh, 6.4 and our location is center and then just kind of take a look at it. Yep, that's exactly what we want. Okay, let Fusion think about it. All right, and that's looking better. All right, so at this point we have our elements, but now we need to connect them together and we need to add a hook, um, or rather a loop for a hook. Uh, so we'll create a new sketch on the floor plane. And I'm gonna project in some, uh, some uh, lines, some geometry from our shapes. So I wanna connect uh, this to this line here. So uh, let's just select that edge, hit P on the keyboard for the projection. And I'm projecting that. I wanna project in this. Uh, I think I should connect this as well, this to this. And then let's go ahead and do this one and this one. And I think those are all I need. Hit OK there. All right, so now I'm just going to use the line tool and connect some dots here. So I'll connect this to over here. Oh, that didn't get uh, that didn't get projected for some odd reason, even though I know I selected it. So I'll select that edge again, P on my keyboard, hit OK. There it is. Hit the line tool again, and then just kind of create this, this thing here. And um, you can add some horizontal constraints if you want to be horizontal, but I don't think it matters. So I'm just going to do it like that. Make another connection here. That can be straight or perpendicular, as you saw. They get automatically added. Let's do one here. You could use splines as well if you'd like, if you need to add some curve or something. But I think that works well. Yeah, it looks fine. Um, and then uh, the next thing I want to do is figure out um, how to do uh, these hooks. So with this design, I'm actually going to add two hooks because I think if I just add one, it'll never be in the center and it'll just kind of keep rocking back and forth. Uh, so let me project in some lines here for my hook, my loop. Uh, so project in that corner, that nice rounded corner, and then this spline shape here. Um, cool. Let me reorient myself. All right, now to create these hooks, I'm just going to make a two-point rectangle like that. And then um, I'll use my line tool to create a curve on this edge. And then uh, that center dot there, I can use the circle and then make a five millimeter um, circle there. And that's a good minimum of five millimeters I think is good for a hook. I'm using command hooks and uh, that five millimeter seems to work well. But if you have something else, you can update that. And then um, I'll make this uh, eight millimeters or 7.5 millimeters. And then I'll grab this edge, make a construction line, and then um, kind of bring this out. Now I can move this whole shape. If I double click it, I can move the whole shape down to where I want. So I kind of want it right here. Let me go ahead and shift select the remaining um, things. And I'll use the move tool, hit M on your keyboard. And then there's this checkbox, create copy. And then I can use these handles to make that copy and just move it where I want. I want this to be over here on the above the tail area, right about there. Hit OK. And now I can select all these elements and extrude them. Um, cool. Uh, but first I want to do just these uh, support beams or these support connecting areas. So I'll extrude these up 1.2 millimeters 
um, and that's the same kind of bottom wall thickness that we chose. We can update that if we like, but I like the 1.2 millimeters. And uh, make sure the operation is joined, hit OK. And then uh, for these wall hooks, they're going to have a different um, thickness. So I'm going to make them 3 millimeters tall, and then hit OK. And that's uh, those are our wall hooks. And we can adjust those as we want. I think maybe that's a little close, but maybe that's OK. Um, that's our cat. It's a very curvy, bubbly cat. But again, you can always go back uh, to the main kind of sketch and update these uh, handles if you want them, you know, any different. And uh, as you update them, uh, your shape will update as well. I think you could right click show dimensions. Sometimes you can get the handle and you can manipulate it without having to go into, um, into the sketch, which is nice. Um, maybe bring his belly down, you know, you can, you can manipulate it and massage as much as you want, but those are the main techniques that I wanted to share the thin extrude, um, how to create your hooks and just thinking about, you know, working within the, the bounds of your 3d printer bed, um, and thinking about the bend radius and also, um, how to <laughs> manipulate those, uh, those spline curves. They can be a little bit difficult sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how I created these LED signs. I'll go ahead and share this one. Uh, the Fusion 360 link will be in the description, but don't forget to check the learn guide because we have the ghost, the wolf, the Grim Reaper, and I think I'll leave this one alone. I'm not sure if folks want the, the lips. Let me know if you want the lips or not. Um, earlier, I tried making the cat shape as well. Um, this, so this is my cat shape. I added some fillets here just to kind of make it a little bit more stronger with these joints. So I definitely recommend that. In my first one here, I didn't add those fillets yet. So you would just come down here, uh, use the F key. Uh, I think that's the hot key and just kind of add these, these fillets. You can make them as big as small as you want, whatever aesthetically looks good to you. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about, uh, that's about it for the tutorial. Um, it's, uh, I can, I, it's a little difficult to make shapes that look that resemble things. I know the wolf one took me a while to figure out how to make a good looking wolf where uh, the strip would actually fit through. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of uh, one of those things that you just kind of have to just uh, massage and keep working on. Um, yeah, and definitely add fillets in those sharp edges. Um, I added these after creating the uh, extrusion and that kind of helped um, not kind of puncture or cut the silicone from the strips. So that's that's always good to do. Um, that's going to do it for this one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you guys think about it. I'll see you in the next one. But until then, remember to make a great day. Bye, folks.